Hey, everybody, welcome to the Addiction Unlimited podcast, where you get to learn everything you want to know about addiction and recovery. I'm your host, Angela Pugh, co-founder of Kansas City Recovery, life coach, and recovering alcoholic. To learn more about me, you can listen to episode zero on your podcast app or find us on the web at addictionunlimited.com. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode number 178 of the Addiction Unlimited podcast. I'm your coach, Angela Pugh, life coach, recovering alcoholic entrepreneur, here to help you get your life together and live alcohol-free if that's your jam. I'm so excited about today, right? September 1st, and September is National Recovery Month. And all the big organizations say this is the month to promote and support new evidence-based treatment and recovery practices. To me, this is an opportunity to really celebrate recovery and to be strong and proud of the life I've created and the change I've been able to create, right? That's the beautiful thing about recovery is I get the opportunity to become a different and better person than I was as the drunk version of me, right? That's what life coaching is all about. Whether you're a drinking person or not, this is about getting better at this journey because the journey is hard. So in honor of recovery month, I'm going to be doing a lot more cool stuff in the Facebook group. If you are not in the Addiction Unlimited Facebook group, I'm going to tell you to get your happy little buns over there and join. It is Addiction Unlimited. It's like facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Addiction Unlimited. If you put Addiction Unlimited in the search bar on Facebook, I'm sure the group will come up. It is totally private, totally free. Nobody can see you're in there except the other people in there. So don't worry about that. But I'm going to be doing a lot of special posts, videos this month. I'm going to give away some freebies in the Facebook group. So if you aren't in there, get in there, okay? <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Addiction Unlimited. Or again, you can put Addiction Unlimited in the search bar. I'm sure it will pop up for you. And we're just going to take this month again to really celebrate. This is my life. I wouldn't have anything in my life today if I hadn't gotten the opportunity to make those huge changes, get sober and recover. Everything I do, I owe to my sobriety. So let's celebrate that. Let's celebrate what we're doing. I don't care if you have 33 seconds sober, okay, or 33 years. I don't care. It's not about the time. It's about our intention and our commitment and what we're doing and how we're showing up for ourselves. We celebrate every single victory. It doesn't matter if it's big or small. A victory is a victory. And that's what I want to do in, in the Facebook group especially. So again, if you're not in there, get your happy buns in there. I will see you there. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Addiction Unlimited. And we'll have some fun. Today, we're going to talk about some stuff, <laughs> some recovery, sobriety stuff. No matter how you're doing your recovery or how long you have, we're all going to face certain challenges in this journey, right? 
And staying sober is harder than getting sober. And what I mean by that is in the beginning, your motivation is high. There's usually an event or as I like to say sometimes, an extravaganza in my case. (laughs) But there's usually an event. Something has happened that makes you super motivated to quit drinking. And maybe that's a fight with your partner or, you know, your partner threatening to boot you out of the house. Maybe that is some legal trouble. Maybe you embarrassed yourself at a party over the weekend and now you're waking up going, oh my gosh, enough is enough. I've got to get it together. So usually there's some kind of event that really gets us to that spot of, oh my gosh, I've got to get it together. And because of the event, it's pretty easy to have high motivation in the beginning, okay? The problem is maintaining that same level of motivation. And that's why I say staying sober turns out to be more difficult than getting sober because we get complacent and we get a little bit lazy. We get overwhelmed. Like there's a million things that can happen that causes that motivation to flounder. And you've heard me talk about this before too. This is why I don't rely on motivation. This is why I rely on discipline instead of motivation because motivation will always go up and down. But my discipline, if I work on my discipline, then I can follow through on things regardless whether I feel like it or not, right? So this episode, as you saw in the title, how I'd grow my recovery if I were starting from day one again. That's what I want to talk about because it gets harder. You know, again, your motivation is high in the beginning. You have that event. You're ready to take some steps. But then that starts to fall, right? Feelings kick in and you're not used to feelings. You're not used to feeling the feelings and you don't have any coping skills. Remember, that's why we drank. That's how we coped with feelings is we drank and killed them or drowned them. (laughs) So we don't know how to cope without something to numb. And when all of those things start happening, all of a sudden it doesn't feel so good. And that motivation goes down because it doesn't feel so good. I did a similar episode to this about a year or so ago. I think it was about a year ago. And in that one, I covered some deeper level topics. And it was fantastic. It was like starting over from day one or starting sober from day one, something like that. I will link it in the show notes. If you haven't listened to it, you can certainly go back and listen to it. And it is a little more in-depth, deeper topics and really what to do kind of step-by-step, do this, do this, do this. Today, I want to focus on more of some basics. I want to focus on Again, this isn't about how long you've been sober. It doesn't matter if you've been sober 30 days or two years. It's not about the length of time. It's more about a feeling, where you are in your head, how you're doing. And I want to approach this, of course, like a good entrepreneur, (laughs) kind of from a business standpoint. And how I do things in my business is similar to how I do it in my life, right? I take things in 90-day chunks. So we're going to talk about a few basic mistakes that people make and 
how to do it differently, right? Because you don't want to fall into those traps. That's what will set you up for failure from the beginning. And we want to set you up for success. So we're going to talk about some basics. And I want you to think about this in, and this is one of the things, right? One of the mistakes is that we're looking for instant gratification. And we can't think of this as an instant results kind of thing. Recovery is a journey, just like your career is a journey. It looks different. It grows. It evolves. You outgrow things. You get new opportunities. Your relationships are a journey. They don't look the same at day one as they look at year five. It's a journey. Your recovery is a lifestyle, and it's very much the same way. So I want you to shift that mindset from instant results, right? Because again, in the beginning, you're going to have high motivation and it's going to feel good. You're going to start to feel better, sleep better, your head clears, but that will come to an end (laughs) at some point. Something's going to happen. Life is going to throw you a curveball. And in that moment, I want you to understand we're going for the long game. Recovery is the long game. It takes 21 days to create a habit or break a habit. It takes 90 days to create a lifestyle. So I want you to think about your next 90 days and what you're going to focus on in your next 90 days, okay? Instead of thinking about quick results, instant fix, I want it right now, This is about creating a recovery lifestyle for the long term. Okay, so the first thing that I really want to have some focus on is having a plan. You have to have a plan. You wouldn't jump in your car to take a road trip and not use GPS, right? You have a plan, especially if it's long hours that you're going to be on this road trip like you have a plan in your head like I'm going to stop every two hours or maybe it's three hours and you know one stop we're going to get gas and one stop we're going to get coffee and lunch and you have a basic plan and you have your GPS to tell you go here go there turn there get on this freeway right you have a plan I don't know why we try to approach our lives differently, right? We have to have a plan. And this is the number one thing. This is the number one mistake I see people make is not having a plan. Now, it doesn't have to be a super intense step-by-step plan. Like it doesn't have to be that. It can be an overarching, big picture, loose plan. But there has to be a plan. The other thing I want to talk about is this falling into the trap of believing the lies of moderation, having one foot in and one foot out. And I see this a lot. People will, you know, message me or write even in the Facebook group, talk about they can't figure out why they can't stay sober But then like in the next sentence, they'll say, I keep thinking I can moderate. I keep thinking if I focused hard enough, I'll be able to control it. I keep thinking one day I'll be able to drink like a quote unquote normal person. Well, you guys, those thoughts work directly against each other, right? Sobriety is sobriety. That's a long-term goal. 
in my head, for sure. Sobriety is a long-term goal. Again, recovery is a lifestyle. So I'm not doing, I'm not trying to do recovery and do controlled drinking, right? Those things don't go to their exact opposites. They're exact opposites. And you set yourself up for failure when you're going in with that attitude of that I'm going to take a break attitude. That's not sobriety. Sobriety and recovery is a commitment to changing your lifestyle. It's not a temporary fix like I'm going to take a step back for a while and then I'll be able to control it. Those things are not the same. So having that sort of one foot in and one foot out is not serving you and it will trip you up every single time. And think about this in the regard to that if you are trying to control something, it's because you've already lost control. Every single one of us would control our drinking if we could. I would not have been sitting in the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous if I had the ability to control my drinking. I wouldn't have been working with a coach about how to build a sober lifestyle if I had the ability to control my drinking. I wouldn't have been reading all the books if I had the ability to control my drinking. You see what I'm saying? Are you with me? When you're seeking out resources to quit drinking, it's because you have an understanding you don't control your drinking. And it's uncomfortable. That is not about what level you drink at. It's not about the quantity that you drink or the frequency in which you drink. This isn't about, well, I only drink three glasses of wine a day versus me having 200 drinks a day, right? It's not about quantity. It's not about, but I only drink a couple of nights a week versus me who drank every day. Those are not the important factors. The important factor is how you feel about it. When you are saying to yourself, I'm not going to drink today and you end up drinking. When you say to yourself, I'm only going to have three drinks and you have five. When you say to yourself, I'm not going to black out and you black out, right? These are the important factors, not quantity, not frequency. It's not about what you drink. It's not about if you drink alone. I hear these things all the time. People want to defend their drinking habits and they always, these are things they always say, well, I don't drink at home. I don't drink by myself. I'm not drinking in the morning. I don't black out. But you guys, I didn't do those things either. And I'm a raging alcoholic. I didn't do those things either. Those are not the important factors. The important factors are how you feel about what you are doing. And when it doesn't feel good and you're breaking those promises to yourself, that's the equivalent of a lack of control. So when you fall into this trap, when your brain starts telling you, ah, you weren't that bad. You had some good times too. It really wasn't all bad. Listen, you guys, my drinking wasn't all bad either until it was. This thing is progressive. It gets worse progressively over time. You drink worse. You drink more. You drink more frequently. You can get to where I was if you want to. I mean, if that's your goal, you can get there. 
but you don't have to. So don't fall into the trap of believing the lies of, you know, this time we can handle it. This time we're going to control it. This time is going to be different. I'm going to try harder than I've ever tried before. I'm going to be so focused. I'm going to tell my friends not to let me drink too much. All of that stuff is a lie. Because if you're here, if you're seeking out resources, if you're reading the Quitlet, if you're listening to the podcast, that's the indicator that you don't feel good about how you're doing it. And you've probably already lost control. So thinking you're going to regain control is another thing that's going to set you up for failure. Something that helped me early on, really early on, was understanding that all that chatter in my head, the committee in my head saying all those things, oh, let's have a drink. A drink sounds good. Nobody will even know. We could get away with it. We can start over again next week. All that stuff. I had to get to a place where I understood the committee in my head is a pathological liar. I can't believe anything that thing tells me. Now, this far in my sobriety, I can because I've totally retrained it. Over the course of many years, I've retrained it. So I've got the committee whipped into shape. But when I was new, you guys, you can't believe anything your head tells you. That thing is lying. It does not have your best interests at heart. So I took this approach of like almost laughing at it. Like it would pop up and go, ooh, a drink sounds good. And I'd be like, you jerk. A drink is not good. I'm a lunatic. Like get out of here. We're not having a drink. We don't drink anymore. Like I would talk back to it. It is a pathological liar. Don't listen to what it has to say. This is why I tell you we have to seek out a tribe. I can't keep thoughts in my head. I have to put it out there and get feedback from other people because if I keep it in my head, I'll twist it up and make it crazy. I can rationalize anything, right? So keep that in mind. The committee is an absolute pathological liar, does not have your best interest at heart, and it can't be trusted. So whatever it says, just know it's lying especially early on, it is lying. Don't fall into that trap of, of believing you're going to be able to control it or moderate. Because if you're here, that ship has probably sailed. I know it sailed for me. That's for dang sure. <laughs> so think about these things. And again, I want to reiterate the instant results. Don't look for instant results. Think of this like the long game. This is about changing your mindset, shifting your mindset from instant gratification, shifting your mindset from thinking that alcohol is the solution to your problems. It's your coping mechanism. You got to get where you understand alcohol is the problem, right? And what it's doing is blocking you from having an ability to cope with life and feelings. We got to develop those skills. Shift your mindset from thinking that someday I'll be able to control it to first I want you to think about who cares about someday. Don't even think about someday. You guys, I can't think too big picture even this far into my journey. It, it's just not reliable. I have no idea. I don't have a crystal ball. I can't think about what I'm going to be doing in my business a year from now or two years from now. I have a big, overarching, loose vision of what I want to accomplish, but I can't figure out every single step of the process because I don't know what's going to be happening. Can you imagine? Think about your plans at the beginning of 2020. 
I mean, coronavirus had different plans. You see what I'm saying? So even when I was setting my intentions starting January of 2020, by March, everything was out of whack with coronavirus, right? That's what I'm saying. You never know what circumstances you're going to be dealing with. You never know what curveballs life is going to throw you. So trying to think too big picture, trying to think about someday, it's just not worth it because you don't know what things are going to look like when you get there. So really taking it day by day is the best way to do all of it. Again, have an overarching big picture where you want to end up. But we figure out the steps every day, right? Figure out your steps every day. One step is just leading to the next step. And that's the stuff we got to figure out on a smaller picture. So think about 90 days. I'm going to do these things for 90 days. Focus on two to three things only. And that's why I'm keeping this podcast two to three things. (laughs) This is a good place to start. You can't fix your whole life and all of your mistakes right now. You can't fix everything overnight. You didn't make the mess overnight and you can't fix the mess overnight. And when you try to focus on too many things, it's overwhelming. We set ourselves up for failure or we go the other way and we don't focus on anything. We try to have the same life and do the same things day in and day out just without drinking, but you're not creating any supporting components to support your new lifestyle plan, right? So not doing anything, not having any focus, not having any plan is a challenge, but also splitting your focus on too many things is a challenge too. So think about it, 90 days to create a lifestyle, 90 days focus on two to three things only. And this is a great place to start, okay? Let's recap. One, get a plan. And let me tell you, we all know what our witching hour is. For some people, it's the whole weekend. For some people, it's Friday when you get off work. That's the hardest time because you're used to living your life a certain way and partaking in certain habits on Friday evening going into your weekend. Maybe you give yourself a little more wiggle room to get a little crazy because you're going into the weekend. For me, my witching hour was 8 p.m. because I usually started drinking at 8 p.m. That was my witching hour. So get a plan for your witching hour. Schedule things during that time so you can get through your witching hour, whatever it is. A great place to start too is halt. That's all. Halt can be your plan. H-A-L-T. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Halt. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. When I'm uneasy, irritable, restless, discontent, as we say, I start with halt because I'm always at least two of those things, right? And then I have a solution, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. I'm usually tired and I'm usually hungry. (laughs) Those are my two. But when I see that and understand it, then I have solutions like, okay, let's rest for a minute. Let's do a quick two-minute meditation and reset to get some energy. Uh, Let's grab something to eat, right? I have solutions. When I can identify it, I have solutions. So get a plan. Have something in place for your witching hour. Start with halt, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Then 
have some focus on breaking down those lies of moderation, the lies of someday I'm going to be able to control it. I'm going to take a break and then I'm going to be able to drink like a normal person. And break down the lies of FOMO, all right? Fear of missing out, FOMO. No FOMO, you guys. I think I just wrote this. We were talking about it in the Facebook group the other day and I commented, somebody said they were struggling with FOMO. And I wrote a comment back and I was like, what are you really missing out on? You know, I mean, if you think about it, you're missing out on public humiliation, like embarrassing yourself again. You're missing out on hangovers. You're missing out on pissing everybody off all the time. You're missing out on having to wake up and apologize for whatever you did the night before, feeling like crap, being overwhelmed with guilt and shame, <laughs> like lying to people. Is that what you're missing out on? Like, really get honest. Really get honest about what you're missing out on. No FOMO. So that's a good place to focus in breaking down those lies, break down the lies of moderation, break down the lies of FOMO. And then shift from instant gratification and wanting to feel good right now and have everything figured out right now, shift that to a lifestyle mindset. We're creating a lifestyle. 90 days to create a lifestyle. There aren't instant results. We improve daily to create sustainable long-term change. But it's just doing little tiny things daily. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope this was some good information for you. This is how I'd grow my recovery if I were starting from day one again. This is what I would focus on. Two to three things and think of it in 90-day increments, right? Don't think about the rest of your life. Don't think about forever. Don't try to figure all that stuff out. Just pick two to three things and focus on them right now, okay? Get a plan for your witching hour. Break down lies of moderation. Break down the lies of FOMO and shift that mindset to be a long-term sustainable plan and not consumed with instant gratification, Okay, you guys get in that Facebook group, get your little buns over there and join me in there. Like I said, I'm going to be doing some really cool posts this month. I'm going to be posting videos. We're going to be doing giveaways with some freebies in there. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Addiction Unlimited or put Addiction Unlimited in the search bar and I'm sure it will pop up. Last time, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Addiction Unlimited. I'm getting tired of hearing myself say it, <laughs> so I'm sure you're tired of it. I will link it in the show notes. I will also link to the last podcast I did about starting from day one, so you can listen to that too. It goes a little bit deeper. It's a deeper dive into some concepts also. I hope you love this, you guys. I can't wait to see you in the Facebook group. I can't wait to meet some new people in the Facebook group too. We have so many new people joining all the time. It's a freaking blast. I love you guys. I love our discussions in there. So keep it rolling. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I will see you next week. You've reached the end of another great episode of the Addiction Unlimited podcast. Candid and honest conversation about addiction and recovery. Be sure to visit us at addictionunlimited.com to join the conversation and access show notes and links to everything we talked about. Love this episode? Please take 30 seconds to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes to help us improve and give you the information you want. Thanks for listening. See you next week.